AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by J. Crew. This spring, J. Crew is telling a linen love story. From perfectly rumpled beach cover-ups and effortlessly sexy suiting to button-up shirts from the world-famous Baird McNutt Mill in Ireland, the new J. Crew collection is made to be shared, lived in, and loved for decades and generations to come. Shop linen like you've never seen it. And more new arrivals for spring 2024 at jcrew.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's happening? Thanks for joining us for another Wednesday night edition of the Pump Your Breaks podcast. I'm your host, Tate, along with the, the co-host, the triumphant, triumphant threesome, whatever y'all want to call us, the little fella, Big G, and the triple, triple OG, Shannon White. What's happening, fellas? What's cracking, lacking, Tate, man? Glad to be back in the building. Got my royal whites on, ready to travel out to Vegas and do some things. But we got to do a recap about that game on Monday night because I'm quite sure you, the Triple OG, and, of course, you know Big G got a whole lot to say about what's going on in Steeler Nation tonight, man. So I'm glad to rock out. And thank you for all the people in the live chat. It's lit up already over there. Please make you hit sure you hit the like button and rock with us on tonight's show to get that algorithm up. Shannon, it's on you, dog. Hey, guys, great to see you. Uh, and all I can say about tonight's show is I'm going to pull out a little Marv Levy. Where else yeah. would you rather be than right here, right now? <laughs> right. Marv, Marv, Marv Levy, for you little fellas are still wet behind the ears, is the Buffalo Bills ex-coach that took the Bills to four straight Super Bowls back in the day. First fact of the show. History <laughs> lesson. Yeah, first fact. Hey, man, so before we get started, Big G. Yes, sir. You said you got on your road whites. Yeah. You ready to go out to Vegas? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you can get in trouble out of Vegas, man. I know, a lot of trouble. And I, I hope we don't get in no <laughs> trouble. I hope, I hope we do what we got to do, land the plane, handle our business, get back on the plane and come on home, dog. Mm-hmm. Ain't no hanging out in Vegas, dog. Well, yeah, this title of the show is Steelers Hope It's All Good in Sin City. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. A whole lot going on out there, man. Yeah, man. I, I yeah. know you. Yeah. You find trouble. Yeah, it has it has a way yeah. of finding me. Yeah, you might, you <laughs> might, you might, you might be a a lot like the ex-congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis. You it's good trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, so there's a such thing as good trouble. <laughs> Especially if I'm going out to, to Raiders Nation and go out there and talk that yet. Because you know we show up. Man, I don't know something about the Steelers Raider, Raiders rivalry. The Pittsburgh Steelers fans show up in droves. I don't care if it's in Oakland and Los Angeles and Las Vegas. We shows up in the road. So we better show up this week and show that we got pride in our Steelers squad. Or I'm going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's, a lot, it's, a, it's a lot of West Coast Steelers fans, man. Facts. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers, Steelers brand is just worldwide, nationwide, definitely, but worldwide. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as football go, what? Maybe the Cowboys and 49ers are it, no. on the same level. That's about it. And them ugly Patriots with them ugly uniforms that they had on the other night. They they got a lot they of uniforms, too. man. As far as them, throwback uniforms go. Tate, them uniforms was hot trash, dog. Get them out of here. Everything you, about the Patriots is horrible. Hey, man, so let's get into it. We had a game yeah. Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a game that we didn't play particularly well as an entire team. But <laughs> one facet of the team played really well and got us the W, that defense. Yes, sir. But before we get into that, I want to talk to Shannon because in that game, Shannon, the Browns all-pro running back, Nick Chubb, as Big G likes to call him, his boy Chubby. Chubby. Yeah, Chubby. Yeah, Chubby. <laughs> but Nick Chubb got injured in that game, man. And Nick Chubb is like, he's on pace to be like maybe an all-time great. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the only – well, not only. He's on, you see the list of like three or four running backs that have scored eight touchdowns every year since that rookie year. It's like uh, Adrian Peterson. I think Emmitt Smith. I don't remember who all it was. Yeah. But yeah, like crazy, right? Yeah. But he got hit the other day. And some some are saying it's dirty. Probably coming coming out of a lot out of northeast Ohio. I bet a lot of that talk is. But Shannon, what is the dirty hit? What do you think about it? Well, <clears throat> last week before the game, uh, I talked to a, a friend of mine who's a lifelong friend. And he's always loved the Browns, and I've always been a Stiller fan, and we've always had that rivalry. But we always respected each other and the rivalry. Mm. And so he's not your normal Browns fan. <clears throat> but I told him, I said, y'all got to – he said, I'm finally going to buy a jersey of a modern-day player. He, You know, all these jerseys are older guys. Mm. And he said, I'm going to buy a new one because I'm going to get Nick Chubb. And mm. I said, you know, the only Browns player – that I know all Steeler fans respect was Nick Chubb. Yeah. The way he plays, the way he handles himself, you don't see him doing stuff with a terrible towel or putting down the franchise, Steeler franchise. He's a class act. Now, it was heartbreaking to see him. I mean, you've seen how the crowd responded. You've seen how the Steelers' defense responded. They were not ready for that next play. Yeah. Because that was – that would shake anybody up. And they seen it happen on the field, field level. Yeah. And they didn't show the replay, but when you finally seen it on Twitter or wherever, it's heartbreaking because that could be a career ender. And I have nothing but respect for that man. He is a warrior. 
Now, that being said, anybody that says that's a dirty hit or an intentional uh, attempt to try to end somebody's career or hurt them don't know what they're talking about. The NFL has become, they've handcuffed all defenders. You cannot hit. You're lucky if you can hit them in the shoulder and not get a flag. You definitely can't hit in the head. So the only place you got to aim is midsection and, you know, your thighs and legs. Already in that game, Chubbs had broke like six tackles. And I'm talking defensive linemen that tried to hit him up high, and he just bounced off of you. His contact balance and his power, he just bounced off of you. So if you're making size or a cornerback, you got one option. You either go low or he's going to make you look like a fool. Yep. And Mika went in because you know he would have probably broke that tackle attempt. And Mika went in to try to take his legs out. I mean, it happens all the time. Hmm. And it just, it was terrible timing. His foot was planted. You know, there's two types of running backs. Some guys are quick on their feet, scat backs. Their feet are hardly ever planted. So yep. they don't run that risk. Because when they start getting contact, they go down. Yep. Chubbs takes it and it boils through it. Well, yep. when that happens, your feet are planted. And it makes it raises that risk factor, but there is no way that anybody that knows anything about Minka Fitzpatrick would ever say that he intentionally tried to hurt Nick Chubb. Because I'm telling you, the Steeler franchise and the fan base has nothing but respect for that man. And I'm praying for a full recovery, and I want to see him come back uh, because I have much respect for it. Yeah, take it from a guy who's sitting in front of you on a camera that tore his MCL. And towards ICL, you know, basically sort of like the same hit. Believe me when I'm telling you, his foot was still planted in the yeah, ground. Yeah. The issue was he couldn't pull away. Mm-hmm. And so because his foot was dug into the cleats and dug into the grass, based on the momentum that was coming, think about if you extend your arm all the way out yeah. and somebody puts any type of pressure on your arm, it's going to go backwards. Yeah. And so that's what was going on with him. He's, his leg went backwards and it wasn't a dirty, it wasn't intentionally nope. trying to hurt the dude at all. So, Shannon, you are 100% correct and facts for without a shadow of a doubt. But all those Browns fans that said it was dirty, like I held the sign up already. Tate, hit them with the kick rocks, man, because they need to get on somewhere and thinking that we're just going to play dirty football. If any team in the league is a class act and plays class-level football, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. We don't get out like that. We play class. And Minka is a class act in himself. Minka is probably – could be a spokesman for the NFL, how good of a class act he is as a player. So, no, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't yep. intentional at all, bro. Yeah, I don't think it was dirty. And, I mean, the Steelers in general, general, but especially Minka, I mean, you can tell that guy just has too much respect for the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you have respect for the game, no matter what sports you're playing, yeah. you, want, you want to compete against the other man, the other team, when they're at their best. Fact. You don't want to try and hurt somebody to – to get them out last person I knew to do that was wasn't it Tanya Harding? Sounds right. Took, <laughs> took the crowbar to Nancy yeah. Kerrigan's leg with ice skating. Well, yeah. paid somebody to do it. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's just, you know, the heat of the moment. Like, yeah. you know, I had a, a Browns fan that I know close relationship with sent me a text the other day that said. It was like a. It was obviously a fake, like magazine headline article with yep. Mason Rudolph on the cover that said, "I said it." I said, "Come on, man." Yeah. I said, "I'm immersed in the Steeler community community all the time. 
I said, I ain't heard nothing about that. I said, that's that's fake news, man. Yeah. But tell you what it was, and, and maybe it's just you. We're in two different locations in the country. I'm sitting right here in Ohio. You're over in that Maryland, D.C. area. Shannon's over there in, in, in Virginia area. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, but there was so many Browns fans that was talking that yak before the game. And they was like, you know, we're going to do this to y'all, do that to y'all. And, like, it was just – to us, it was supposed to win. We're supposed to win. It's just another victory. So they felt some kind of way thinking that Steelers fans was going to come back and say something crazy to them about Chubb. No, Steelers fans have class. We wish all the best for Nick Chubb. Matter of fact, we hope that he has a full recovery and he's able to return to the NFL because he got hurt like that in Georgia already. He's already been hurt like that in the NFL. So – we hope we can make it back. So it ain't. It wasn't like we're trying to get him, man. Come on, bro. Get up out of here. Right. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, not everybody was like that. I mean, yeah. Well, what what on the on the homies podcast? What B Dirt always say? Football on football. football. Yeah, so, you know, uh, uh. That's Facts. just one. That's just one of the the uh, one of the risk of the job, man. Yeah, it is, man. It is. You know, but we talking about getting out of there with that W the other night. And we owe it to the defense, the entire defense. Yeah. But if we're going to point out, single out two people, single out a duo. See how my plan works? Single out Mm -hmm. duo. Yeah, yeah. We would talk about these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dynamo duo. Yeah, I probably should have said dynamic with a typo, but so we go with Dynamo. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Dynamo, Dynamo. original, original. Yeah. Facts, facts. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but man, these guys had a heck of a game. And tell me, Shannon and Big G, is this the best tandem of edge rushers in the entire NFL? Shannon, tell them, Shannon. I said that all preseason. I don't think there's any tandem that compares to them uh in my stock report article today i said they used to be batman and robin now it's no longer uh he's not an understudy it's two avengers and y'all can decide what two avengers they are but that is the best tandem in the league yeah. put some put we gotta put some more respect on highsmith name if i had read your article before i started doing the production for this show i wouldn't have batman and robin I probably would have just had Superman and Batman. I don't know too many Avengers. That's close. Avengers would have been like it would have been like the Incredible Hulk and Thor out there just killing. Yeah. That's that's would have been a bit rocking like. With, well, you know, okay, Thor. okay. See, I know, I know, yeah, I know. You know all the all the comic books and the Marvel and all that stuff, Big G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, but I'm gonna tell you though. I'm gonna tell you, Highsmith is a dog. And his paycheck and paper green look real nice because he just signed with Nike. So his money is about to be FedEx. Oh, yeah, he's he, he's a Nike oh. guy now. So, you know, look for him to do some things and be out there and get some promotions and all whatever else. <laughs> and, and he's, and he's going to be a stealer probably for, <laughs> I would say, maybe for the, 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 the just of his career. I would probably say I don't see him leaving no time soon. So he's going to be around for a while, bro. Well, yeah, he signed like a five-year deal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he's like what twenty five. Yeah, yeah. He might he might get one more short term contract to stay when he's coming, you know, on on the downside of his career, but still, but still is really good. I mean, you could nice. be really good at thirty as a pass rusher. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a lifer to me. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does, Shannon. But I shut up a doubt. Two. I mean, 
too bad he'll never catch TJ. TJ too far out there as far as the team team total lead in sacks. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Talk about TJ, man. I don't even think it's even a question now. <laughs> One defender in the NFL stands out above everybody else. And Michael Parsons is a beast. Miles Garrett, he's nice. He's a physical specimen. He'll throw you up 15 sacks a year. But the other night, he had one tackle. Yeah. Like, he don't really – he hasn't. Don't say he don't because maybe he will. He hasn't done anything in big moments, though. No. Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> Agree. Agree. <clears throat> you know, T.J. Watt is definitely the best defender in the NFL with Micah Parsons close. But you know what, Big G? Yeah. And I sent this to you the other day. You ain't say nothing, so I left you alone. I figured you might have been having Freaky Friday or something with the wife or something. <laughs> what? What'd you send me? I got to see it. This, I gotta I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm play. It's a clip. Okay. This this the difference between, and you'll like this, it's the difference between a cowboy and a stealer. It's humility and humbleness. You know, uh, when I talk about defensive player, I don't look at the subject of the award. I look at the subject, and when I say I want to be the best player in the NFL, so whatever comes with that, I don't think disqualify myself as just a defensive player. I think I'm a most valuable player. I can't stand the individual awards of football because there's just, I mean, Debo himself helped me so much my rookie year. Um, he didn't have to. Uh, no one asked him to, but he wanted to help me, and I appreciate him for that. Um, so many of my teammates, uh, coaches, mentors, my brothers, um, my wife's support. My parents, I mean, there's just so many people that go into it that uh, it's not myself out there making the plays. I mean, there's just, I can't take all the credit. Come on, man. That's uh, that's why the Cowboy sign is always, or the bias sign is always painted Cowboy colors. Because, dog, they be, they, they bias. They think that they're entitled to be, Dallas Cowboys, what have y'all done? I'm just asking, you know, it's been like since I was a kid. What have y'all done? Y'all ain't did nothing. Hey, hey man, I'm not old you. You ain't no kid in 95. Something like that. I was something like that. <laughs> I was you in were... my early twumps. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. You might have yeah. been there, but not a kid. Yeah. I got to say something about TJ. Um, after the game, you know, game winning, scoop and score, broke the all-time store sack record. Yeah. They want to interview him. The woman's yep. standing there, and he's like, and he runs over again to Alex Highsmith. And he brings him over and makes sure he gets his part of that fame and that spotlight. That yeah. is a selfless player. That's a team first player. That is yeah. not a Dallas Cowboy. That is not most teams in the league. <clears throat> when Watt won Defensive Player of the Year, I don't watch them award shows. Could care less. But I watched it because I wanted to see him get the award. His brother, JJ, give it to him. He takes it. He steps up. And he thanked the appropriate people. And he said, now it's time to, you know, get back to work and become a better player. And he walked off the stage. There wasn't no, I'm me and mine. I'm this great. And I think I'm the best player in the NFL, blah, 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 blah. He is the ultimate team player. And that's what sets the Steelers apart from these other teams. Shannon, he is him. <laughs> yep. He is him. 100%. He's him. He's the best defensive player in the league. Hey, it ain't close. Parsons yeah. is the only other one. But then yeah. that, that attitude. Puts him a distant second. Facts. Big G. Yes, sir. Oh. I 
got to hit what? you with that because the show was called Pump Your Brakes, and you said when you was a kid, you weren't close to no kid in 1995. <laughs> So yeah, something your, like that. Tell pump you, your brakes with that. 20, 22, 23, I was a young whippersnapper. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know nothing yet, man. I didn't know nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But kid? <laughs> no, 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 no kid, no kid. Facts. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, so man, I mean, I got I I I love TJ, man. Let me just say that. And I don't mean nothing nothing weird or funny by it. I just love TJ Watt, man. He's yeah. such a yeah. such a humble dude and everything but now you know so we 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 got out of there with that win against the browns right yes sir but man that offense was looking you need to make a you need to make a, a poop emo, emoji sign big g no i'm gonna give him one of these dog tire fire fire, fire? yeah worse than that. trash man they was so, so you want me to go all the way to the fire it up dumpster fire tate i, I know you ain't calling for the dumpster fire sign if you, on, if, if, you, if you got it close by, but you know, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put them dumpster fire. Yeah, they deserve that one. Yep. Ooh, Tate, that's a big call, dog. That's they a big call. That yeah, dump, get pick them off the curb and dump them. But talk about the <laughs> offense, fellas. Like what's 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 wrong right now? Mike Tom had his press conference the other day said they got to get their mojo back. Is it really mojo if it happened in the preseason? I'm going off what y'all did last season. They looked good that last game against the Browns at the end of last season. They scored yeah. 28 points, but before that, yeah, they won seven out the last nine. But it was all defensive struggles and field yeah. goal games and last minute drive games. When yeah. is this offense gonna get some production? And is it? Kenny Pickett or Matt Canada? Shannon, answer him first, man, because I got some stuff I got to get off my chest. And it's going to be sort of mean a little bit, but I want you to, I want the people out there to hear you first, man. Well, we talked about it before the show. Um, it all starts with Matt Canada. Uh, just like the operations start with Mike Tomlin. If you're the offensive coordinator, it's your game plan. You got to have the players in position to execute. I turn on the game. I'm sitting there, and right from the beginning, you've got eight guys in the box the whole game. Now, in case anybody don't know, there's five offensive linemen. Now, those are not good odds. Um, so what happens? You can't run the ball. The Steelers have no running game. Yeah. Uh, then you're third and long, second and long, third and long. And then defenses are going to feast because they're going to overload blitz you because they don't respect the Steelers' passing game. Because, yeah. again, where's the plays over the middle? Yeah. When they do one, it surprises people when it goes for a big play because yeah. they never do it. Um, You know, Kenny Pickett is a second-year quarterback, and he has to have a running game. Um, I'm a huge Pat Fryermuth fan, but his blocking has regressed just like Pickett's accuracy has regressed. Oh. Uh, Pat Fryermuth threw one block and looked like a little kid. He just basically fell on the floor on the ground and hoped the guy tripped over him. Uh, I mean, he's too big, too strong, and too good to give that pitiful effort. Yeah. But what happens is if you don't trust the game plan and you look and you can't even see the other side of the field because you got eight guys in your face, yeah. you get defeated. It's demoralizing. You feel overwhelmed. And what happens when you try to do too much? You do too little. Facts. It, it Nothing is going to change 
until Matt Canada changes. Hmm. Now, does that mean he's out of town? Or does that mean that they get with him and try to give him some help? But something's got to change because everybody, every talk show person, analyst, uh, ex-players are talking about how simplistic and uncreative this offense is. And until Canada figures out a way to back off this defenses, nothing's going to change. And it's we're not going to see what we really have in Kenny Pickett. Because no quarterback, a second-year quarterback, that went up against the 49ers and the Browns, maybe the two best defensive lines playing right now. Mm. They faced him two weeks in a row. Uh, and with that offensive game plan, I'm sorry, guys. We don't know what we got yet until we do something with Canada. Facts. Tape boy fresh, man. Shannon, man, I got something I've been saying for about 20 years. When people show you who they are and they tell you who they are, <laughs> believe them. Yep. And there's only one other guy who's ever gotten a sign I'm going to show you on on on, on our show hey, on Fast hey, First all, Sports in Network. All, in all respect to you, Big G, Maya Angelo said that first. But go ahead. But, yes, that's cool. But, <laughs> but I've been saying it for about 20 years. <laughs> and so, she probably said it 40 years ago, but go ahead. Facts. <laughs> Back Canada, you are a scrub, dog. <laughs> you are a scrub. S-C-R-U-B. Scrub. That's what you are. You have you have had no effort in changing the game plan. If I can sit at home and on a big screen TV yep, yep. and tell you what the play is, what do you think the opposing <laughs> defense is doing in the box and they sitting right there in the stadium? You make no effort to change. And so that's why Steeler Nation and Steeler fans all on you and they calling you dumpster fire. They calling you tire fire. They calling you trash. They're calling you all that other stuff because you don't make the effort to change. It's time for you to either change now or you got to hit the bricks, dog, it, because you're not helping us. We have our franchise quarterback. We probably have, if you run the ball, a top, at least top seven running back in the league or top, top running game. You refuse to do it. You want to hit little big plays and run sideline to sideline. This ain't college football, bro. The hash marks are not inside the numbers. They're outside. The, I mean, they're, they're inside the numbers, not outside the numbers. You can't run that stuff in the league. All the other offenses, in the, I mean, look, the Atlanta Falcons run a better offense than we do. And that's saying something because they got a trash quarterback. Everybody so, Canada, does. Yeah, Canada, Canada got to go. And why are we not in 12 personnel? Come on, man. We got fire moving freaking Washington, and we ain't in 12. And Cam Hayward, and we ain't in 12. Canada, dude, you are a scrub, dog. And if until you, unless you get it together in the next two weeks, adios, muchachos, for you, dude. Adios. Got to go. Yeah, I see that super chat from Wesley. Yeah, that's right, Wesley. Nothing changes until Canada gets fired, period. 150% agree with you, man. We waiting on Tate. Tate Boy Fresh, where you at? Oh, yo, there you go. We had the 12 personnel. I mean, I called for it already. Darnell hey, Washington. Man. Yeah, they need to be playing. I think I think that's their advantage against everybody. With Deontay Johnson being hurt. Yeah. Being down well, one, of, one of your best receivers. I mean, you obviously you gotta you gotta inter- integrate and include Calvin Austin and Allen Robinson, but no, man, I mean. 
Connor Hayward is perfectly capable of making plays in this offense. Yeah. Facts. Darnell Facts. Washington is a mismatch. You can line Connor Hayward up anywhere. Yes. In the backfield, McFarland yes. is hurt. So I don't I really don't understand what the play calling. And that's 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 what what we've all been talking about, right? Yeah. Hey Tate, one more thing. It ain't just the game plan. It's he has no clue how to call plays. He doesn't call plays based on situations, based on setting something else up later in the game, based on what the defense is doing. If you got that many guys in line of scrimmage, you got to back them off. Every other team in the league could do it, or at least try to do it, and they run the same thing. When they went three passes on the first series, we all looked at each other and said, it's run this time. Yep. And guess what? It was run, run, pass. Sure, sure so, I mean, it's too predictable. Uh, I was watching Colin Coward yesterday. Yeah. And you remember, you guys, I know you guys remember Mark Schlereth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ex-O lineman. Stink. Yeah. 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 Stink. Yeah. He was on there. He was talking about, we're talking about the Steeler O-line. O-lines in general, they're struggling. He, 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 not just Canada, but he puts a lot of blame on offensive coordinators because he is like, offensive coordinators have to call plays that set offensive linemen up to be successful. Facts. Because offensive linemen, if you were honest, they might be the strongest guy on the field, but they're they're as a whole, they're the worst athletes. Facts. And you're going up against some of the best athletes. Exactly. Yes. Against defensive linemen. So you got to keep those guys off guard, right? Yes. yes. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta call call pass plays and run situations. Yes. Run the ball in passing situations. Those screens where they can get out in space and block or early downs, not just on third and long to try and get field position. Right. You know, you have to set those guys up to try and be successful. So I thought that was interesting. So Shannon, talk about the O line. We're not, we haven't got what we expect from this group yet, but I think a lot of it might have to do with what you said about eight against five. Oh, it definitely does. I mean, you know, they're they're fighting unrealistic odds here. Yeah, I mean it's it's impossible. I know you guys played line. It's yeah. impossible to block that many guys. You're going to be overwhelmed, especially when your tight end falls down on the ground for no reason. Yeah, and uh, Warren on the one, he should have picked up the blitzer up the middle, and he went out on the uh, swing pass. I don't know why he missed it. There's people making fundamental mistakes, but it's because they're trying to do so much because yeah. they're overwhelmed. Yeah. The the offensive line, the coaching is there. The talent is there. They don't have a game plan like Stink said, Mark Schler, they to back off teams and make them pay for that being overly aggressive. Yeah. They try to scream to Warren, I think it was, in the middle. Yeah. All they congested, and it just got batted down. Could yeah. have been intercepted. Yeah. You don't call that scream in that situation. Yeah. You let the guys leak out and get it outside, not in the middle of the field where there's eight guys already. <laughs> I mean, like I said, his – Play calling makes no yeah. rational sense. And Shannon and Tate, do you know what'll slow that up? And I'm telling you, is trust from a guy to play. I know. 12 personnel. If you go two tights and you got so you could put one guy on the on the weak side with a hand down on the ground, move the other guy across the formation. That's going to be the tail for picking anyway. And mm-hmm. at that point, he can say, okay, I can run a swing play, a swing running play where you got Friar move from Washington 
cracking down and all the offensive linemen block across, right? So you simplify it and then and just hope that your wide receiver, especially if it's Pickens, blocks to that side. Hey, you're going to pick up seven, eight, nine yards on a sweep. Yep. Or he sees where the defense is impressed and he's like, wait a minute, that means I got one-on-one. My inside guy who's got his hand down on the ground runs a seam route right up the gut. That's what the 49ers do. That's what the Detroit Lions do. And guess what? Sam Laporta, George Kittle. Guess who else even does it? The Baltimore Ravens. Mark Andrews, they kill people with that stuff. It works. How come we can it works? So how come we can't do the same thing? It's not hard. It's not complicated. You just got to be, what it is, is he's stubborn as a mule. And his stubbornness is going to get him caught up. It might get him fired. Because he, he thinks he's right and everybody else is wrong. That's the wrong idea to have right now in this NFL climate. You got to be inventive. You got to do stuff mm-hmm. that gives you the advantage with the numbers 11 on 11. Hey, that's this, this a perfect segue to stop real quick to pay some bills. If you're watching on YouTube, we're not going anywhere. Stay with us. We'll be back. If you're listening on audio, like I said, we got to pay a couple of bills. You're going to hear a couple ads and we'll be right back after this. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Introducing Batiste's wet-activated and touch-activated dry shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste dry shampoo online or in-store at your nearest retailer. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery. The world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly. I feel good. Dad, are you singing to your cereal? Yes, I am. Like I knew that I would. No, a dance too? Come on, Ava. Silk almond milk. Starts the morning on a high note. Yow! Songs, dances, and dad jokes. So good. So good. I got you. Mm. Silk almond milk. With calcium, vitamins A, D, and E. Feel plenty good. 
And we're back on the Steel Kirk Network listening to Shannon sip his ice. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Facts. But, uh, big facts, Tank. Big facts. <laughs> so now let's get on to the defensive side of the ball before we get into the Raiders. Yeah. So the Browns, they they ran on stuff tonight, man. Nick Chubb was averaging six some yards a carry. Yeah. Ford, granted, had that one long run, but he was averaging six yards a carry. Yeah. Deshaun Watson averaged about almost four yards a carry. Yeah. And I think Shannon told us earlier today in our chat that uh the Steelers signed Brendan Fioka from the practice squad. Yeah. And his question was. Does that mean it ends for the experiment of Montrevious Adams at nose tackle? Mm. Did did they demote Montrevious Adams? I thought Montrevious Adams played a good game, though. I mean, not from the run-stopping perspective like we're talking about, but he forced a fumble, and he got after the quarterback pretty good. But so what, what are we thinking? I, mean, I think we need Fioco, but I don't think it's at the expense of Adams. I've said all along, Montrevious Adams has value. He's a quick twitch penetrated. Yeah. He can play end. He can give you spot snaps at, at nose tackle. But he is not a starting nose tackle. Yeah. If you watch those runs early in the game, he was getting blown off the ball one-on-one, not double teams. Yeah. He gets blown off the ball. Now, if he's allowed to penetrate, he would be good on a 4-3 line because yeah. he could penetrate. Yeah. And he would have somebody to you know plug the middle. But that's not how the Steelers use him. Uh, you watch the difference when Keanu Benton comes in. Yeah. Bodies are flying, guys. It's yeah. not, you know, him getting pushed around. He's throwing guys around. And Brendan Fahuku, what he does is he ties up multiple blockers. Yeah. I mean, he started three games last year, and I think he had three defensive holding penalties. I say he, yeah. he gets a hold of guys and he clogs up that middle. And that's old school nose tackle. Now it's Fast. not flashy. And in the preseason, he looked pitiful. Because that, for a run specialist, preseason is the worst time because you're not going to shine. Yeah. But now this is regular season. And I ain't saying Fahuko's got to start, but I want him in there and to clog up that middle, especially against running teams. And Keanu Benton and Fahuko can hold that down. I tell you, I was impressed with Armand Watts. He gave a very professional effort. Yeah. Isaiah Loudermilk is stacked two. Solid performances on top of each other. Fact. He's showing more potential. Yeah. He's showing more passion. And he's using his strength and his size for leverage. Yeah. Uh Joby had his best game as a stiller Fact. easily when yeah. they needed it the most. And DeMarvin Lau got a sack. So I am very encouraged that they can tread water till Hayward gets back. But yeah. Martavius Adams cannot play no second. Yeah. I, I, I do believe that this, but I think this is a tale too, man, really to be honest. I think that Cam Hayward is a little bit more hurt than what they're saying. And I think by signing Fioco or bringing him up on the practice squad is going to give him an opportunity why Cam is out because I think he's going to be out a little bit longer than two or three games. I think he's injured. I mean, he's got a well, – he's out eight weeks. Yeah, he's he's going to be out for yeah, a while. He's out eight so, weeks. Yeah. I think this, yeah, this is the tale. Let's, let's, let's bring him up. Let's see. Because, you know, that he's an old veteran, too, Hayward. I mean, I love him. He's one of my favorite Steelers of all time. But he's 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 lingering. He's older. He's got an older injury. It's going to mm-hmm. take longer to bring him back. So let's bring this guy up and let's see what he can do, you know, versus playing with the Adams experiment and all whatever else. And I think this also signifies that Keanu Bitten is going to play 
the Hayward position a lot more than plays that nose tackle. Yeah, I agree. Forward. I agree. I think he's going to play that Hayward position because you got to have your best guys on the field. Yep. <clears throat> I think I think they could get some clock from Montrevious Adams on either end too, though, it, to, to spell somebody. Facts. You know, I think they 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 could use them in, in that in that kind of capacity also. But yeah, let's plug up the middle with Fioco and or Benton and, and go from there. You know, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let Watts pass rush. He's really good at penetrating. That's what he's good at. <clears throat> yeah. That's what he's good at. Big G. Yes, sir. You had this guy cut in preseason, and now I might be with you. Mm. Is it time to replace Levi Wallace with PZ Jr. Tate Boy Fresh, Triple OG Shannon Shannon, all the people in the live chat. I've been telling y'all forever that Levi Wallace is hot trash. I've been telling y'all. And the more we play and the more in the season we play, it shows more and more and more. A defensive coordinator's, I mean, an offensive coordinator's responsibility is to spot the weakness on the defense. We have seen two games in a row. Levi Wallace out there getting killed. Yep. And you know what? When the game was on the line of certain possessions, Joey Porter Jr. was in the game and had defensive stops. Now, that last one might have been P.I. It might have been. I ain't going to sit up here and act like it wasn't. But guess what? He's had some other serviceable plays in the Browns game where he was out there getting stops. He was doing what he's supposed to do. Levi Wallace, you ain't that dude, dog. I've been, <laughs> say, I've been saying this since the preseason. I wanted him to get cut. But I think that they waited because of the injury to my, the kid out of Purdue. If the kid out of Purdue would have been ready, oh, no, we was going to roll. Levi Wallace, you'd have been out of here. But it's time for Levi Wallace to hit that bench, dog. You know how I call it, Tate, boy. It's time for the bench. You G, PZ Jr. needs to be on the field right now starting at corner for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are you going to let me respond to that? Oh, yeah. Come on, Shannon. I, I got, you know, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. I was, I, I did not want to see Wallace get cut. Yeah. And I've been a fan of Wallace. And I thought in the second half of last year, he played well. This yeah. year, as you say, he's hot trash, dumped to fire, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has two weeks in a row give up long runs. That would have been two touchdown rounds if Mickey Fitzpatrick hadn't give a, a superhuman effort to run yeah. the guy down at the half yard line. Yeah, but we've seen him lose outside containment. Uh, you can't do that. Uh, then you get these runs two weeks in a row. Uh, yep. He's getting torched. He can't cover anybody. He's yep. too slow. And yep. then he had a gift interception that yep. could have made a difference. Yep. And guess what? Right through his hands. So he can't tackle. Right. He can't cover. And he can't catch. Therein lies the problem when you're trying to be an NFL cornerback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he he had a respectable year last year, which is why they brought him back. Yeah, I last think, year. Yeah, yeah. I think Akilah Witherspoon would have been a better upside, higher ceiling. Facts. Facts. Than, than Levi Wallace, maybe. Yeah. Because they both signed the same deal last summer. Yep. And they let Wallace, they let, I mean, they let Witherspoon go and kept Wallace. Maybe looking at it in retrospect, we should have done the opposite. Yes. Well, I didn't like Witherspoon either. He was trash too. He was trying. He, he played a lot injured last year. I just said he has a higher upside mm-hmm. than Levi Wallace. He didn't have no heart. That could be possible, but it, to me, I heard somebody else saying, and to me, it looked like Wallace was dogging it 
chasing down Ford the other night too, though. Yeah, yeah. but he's so freaking slow you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's a he's a four six five four six four guy out there on the corner that don't play with enough effort, man. But I've been calling for it. I've been calling, and y'all told me. But I, you know, I, you know, I respect y'all's opinion because remember, we are in a safe place in Steeler Nation, so we can break it up and chop it up. But Levi Wallace is hot trash. It's time for him to go, dog. Get him to the beach. Hit the beach. (laughs) Straight up. You say the word bench correctly. (laughs) Bench. (laughs) The bench. Hit the bench. B B E E N C H H. Bench. <laughs> Hit the bench. Hey, man. So now we can talk about this Raider matchup, right? Yep. We played the Raiders, what, right? Christmas Eve last year? Christmas Eve. Yep. Yes, yes, sir. The Franco Harris 50 year game, mm-hmm. immaculate reception. Kenny took him down for a W. Derek Carr blew it at the end for the Raiders through an interception right to Cam Sutton, who caught it, by the way. Exactly. Much harder catch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, the Raiders, they won and won. They beat Denver 17-16. And they got beat down. I mean, we got beat down by the 49ers. They got beat down. Well, you know what? They didn't get beat down worse than we did by Buffalo last year. <laughs> Yeah. But the just let this past Sunday they got beat down by Buffalo 38 to 10. Yeah. So what are we thinking about this matchup? I know they have two for sure weapons in Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Uh-huh. One of the top five receivers in the league. And what do you think? Josh Jacobs is a top five back or not? He led the league in rushing last year. Facts. So what do you guys think about this? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G, the quarterback. Uh, they lost Darren Waller from last year's team. Obviously, Derek Carr. So what, what are we thinking about this matchup? You play press. As far as our defense against their offense, you play press single high with safety cover over the top on Devontae Adams. Every now and then, instead of rushing wide, you drop him back because Garoppolo is going to try to hit him on a quick slant, and that could be a pick six for for uh, for Watt. And then, and the rest of the time, everybody else, Roberts, all the defensive linemen, pinch the inside and make Jacobs go outside because he's not fast. That I just gave you guys the game plan to how to beat him. It's 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 not hard because the Raiders are not a good team. You you hit it right on the head, Tate, where they got really two weapons that can hurt us. I don't, I would if if they can drive and do a fifteen play seventy yard drive eighty five yard drive okay cool you can do it but how you beat them press single high walk us a safety up over the top over Devontae Adams and every now and then instead of Watt coming you drop him in coverage because he's going to try to throw who, a you, who, slant. Who, who you want on Devontae Adams Levi Wallace heck no that's that that trash needs to be on the bench i'm talking about walk patrick peterson down and then every now and then put pc jr on him because pc jr gonna get physical with him so so that's how you beat him that's how our defense beats their offense okay your thoughts shannon go back and watch last year's game and james spear matched up on adams yeah. Quite a few plays. Yeah. I think it was like 14, 18 plays. Yeah. 
And I don't think he gave up a reception. Now, it was a super cold game, if we all remember, and there was a lot of factors. Uh-huh. But Carr had a, has a stronger arm than Jimmy Garoppolo does. Facts. Uh, you got to make him prove he can beat you throwing deep. And you got you cannot let Adams just run wide open mm-hmm. the whole game. Yep. Uh, I'd say use Joey Porter Jr., use James Pierre, use anybody that will get up and try to get physical with him. Because yep. he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. The Saints shut him out last year doing the same thing. But if you give him free reign, he's going to kill you. Uh-huh. And like Big G said, with the running game, you just need to – you can't let Jacobs get outside. Uh-huh. Or you can't let him kill you inside because he don't like bouncing it outside. Yep. And their offensive line is not the caliber of the 49ers or the Cleveland Browns. Facts. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson, and Watson missed some easy throws. Yeah. Uh, but Garoppolo does not like to get hit. And this mm-hmm. pass rush will get home if they play tighter coverage. Yeah. If they don't do it this week, I'm going to say that the Steelers are missing Terrell Edmonds and Brian Flores more than anybody realizes. Because Shannon. this is the week to tighten up that coverage. Big facts, Shannon. Big shot, fact. Single high, press. Yep. Make get physical with him, get nasty with him, play stiller football, and disguise some of the coverages. Drop watch back. I'm telling you, Watt is due for one of them where he drops. Do you think he's mm-hmm. coming? And he drops back and he just pops right in a little scene, grabs it to the house. Once once you do that one time, now Garoppolo's gonna be scared. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, Jacobs ain't going outside. And and, and to answer Ma's question, so what he's handsy. I'll take I'll take a PI penalty that's for six yards versus getting killed all damn night and thinking this guy can, you know, because if you mm-hmm. get nasty with him, he's gonna quit. That's Devontae Adams thing. He's gonna quit. He don't like people touching him. No. He likes his jersey to be clean all right here. Put your hand, <laughs> put your hands on him, man. Put your hands on him, get grabby, nasty, get physical with him, and play Steelers football, bruh. Preach that's it, how we play. That's Preach how we it. play, bruh. <clears throat> okay. And Shannon, you want to talk about talk about your your boy, your boy that left us. We didn't we didn't invite him back to the party. Mm. Ross Belaine. Huh. Yeah, I seen um, earlier today it was popping up everywhere that he's going to be starting against the Steelers. And I understand we all respect Robert Spillane. Robert Splane is an overachiever. He's the guy that gets more out of his ability than he should. And he is uh, diligent. He's hard-nosed. He carries out his responsibilities. Uh, But this is a guy that the Steelers should be able to take advantage of. We know his weaknesses because we've seen him for years. Now, I'm sure there's no hard feelings with Splane or the Steelers because he got paid. And, yeah. you know, being an undrafted guy and to get that contract, I'm happy for him. Yeah. And I'm happy he's starting for the Raiders because yeah. I am super happy with our inside linebackers now. But all I'm saying is uh, I wish him the best, but not this week. And the Steelers need to exploit his weaknesses. If they don't know him, nobody does. You know what Spillane's weaknesses is, Shannon? 12 personnel. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. A big body tight end that can body him up 
and post him up like a basketball play. And he's not fast enough to stay with Move nope. or Washington. That's how you beat. That's how you beat him. That was his weaknesses with us, and that's what we got to do this week. Twelve personnel him, needs to be in the game, or get him isolated on Warren. Facts. I I, I don't disagree because Warren fast. Yeah, but but Warren, they're so predictable offensively <laughs> because when Warren's in the game, he's probably not gonna run the ball. They're gonna run a little swing pass or mm. a little screen every now and then. They let him get a couple carries, and when Najee's in the game. He's running the ball. You don't throw the ball to Najee. At the end of the year last year when Pickett started coming out of his shell, mm-hmm. he was throwing the ball to Najee. Yeah. If I can see it, you can see it, <laughs> Tate can see it, Still a Nation can see it, it's time for Canada to do something different. Yeah. Do something different, man. We got It's time for change, man. Please. Because I'm tired of it. And if not, I don't make no decisions in Pittsburgh. I wish I did. Because that boy would have some black garbage <laughs> bags sitting in front of his office with a do with a do not enter sign on, and he'd come in and talk about his keys don't work <laughs> on the door. What's going on? Because he'd be packing. If you I was guys, there. you guys know anything about what's the assistant coordinator? I know Mike Sullivan, the QB coach, but the Thomas guy, Glenn Thomas, Glenn yeah. Thomas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know anything about him or his his play calling tree or any of that kind of stuff? Because I don't know a whole lot. He's not somebody you would call NFL caliber. Yeah. I mean, he could bring in – he's a an assistant, but I don't see how he could take over for Canada. That's why we didn't want to see Canada come back. Yeah. And, and you know, talking about hurting Pickett's development, this is hurting Pickett's development yeah. uh, even more. So now they're going to have to figure out something, but I don't know what it is. Uh, Shannon and Tate, I got the answer. Bringing left, Brian Leftwich is a consultant, a special consultant for the offense. That's the answer. Leftwich is familiar with the Steelers. He was there. Bring Leftwich back. He showed what he could do without a Tampa. He's a good OC. Bring Byron Leftwich back as a consultant for the offense. And yeah, but he had you get- he had Tom Brady. Uh, he didn't look the same. Uh, you know, the, when he didn't have Tom Brady, he didn't look the same. I like Leftwich, but a lot of his own players uh, were not high on his game plans. So. I mean, when you have Tom Brady, he can, you know, he basically called the games. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he won't have that luxury with Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I it'll want, help. But, you know. I want somebody from the Kyle Shanahan tree. Yeah. I mean, I like what Taylor's doing in Cincinnati. Yeah. And he came from uh, the Rams. Facts. John McVay. Yeah. But I like what Mike McDaniel's doing in Miami. Uh-huh. That offense is crazy. Yes, it is. And we have the players that can allow us to do to be a lot more multiple than we are. Oh, gosh. Tate, you're 100%. If you ain't never said 100% anything, that's it 150, bro. Big G. Yes, sir. You know, you know everything I say is 100, man. <laughs> not here, not here. You, know, not here. you know me for 40 years, man. You know everything I say is 100. And, guys, I got to mention something. Today, the Cleveland Browns signed Kareem Hunt. Facts. Which was the smartest thing they could have done. Uh-huh. It was. But then, Minnesota Vikings, who thought they could go into the NFL season without a proven running back, uh, after two games, like, uh-oh. So, they traded for Cam Akers. Yep. yep. So, you have two running backs. Teams are, oh, we don't even need to pay this running back that much. and All that. They get two games in the season. 
realize they don't got one, and then they go out and find one. Now, in Cleveland's case, that was different yeah. because, you know, nobody could predict Chubb's injury. Yeah. But uh, the Vikings made a miscalculation, and yeah. I think Cook did too. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Re- Re- Reginald Rivers says he likes Jay, Jay Gruden. Y'all like Jay Gruden? I, he ain't bad. He ain't bad. I, I know his pedigree and, and the tree that he comes from, of course, you know, his family's been in the league forever. Jay's tied to John. And John and John 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 knows football now. You know, them the whiteboard sessions on, on ESPN. That that was some teaching going on in some oh, coaching. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So so I think he would help. But at, at this point, I'll take anybody over Canada. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, any anybody who knows that knows football and comes from like the 49ers or the Kansas City Chiefs or the Rams or the, you know, those type pedigree. Family trees, as far as coaching is concerned, that's what you got to bring in. You got to bring an inventive guy because Tate, you hit it on the head. We got the weapons to do and look like those offenses. But if he don't call it, what's what's Pickett supposed to do? Man, you got you got any idea what this guy talking about? Who? What's that say? I don't know. It's a little sign with Tate. I don't cap, know what that cap, is. Cap Tate. Cap. Get up out of here. You get listen, Mark. You can take your bias and get on, dog. We in a safe place <laughs> on Steeler Nation right now, dog. We talking Steeler-centric football right now. So ain't no cap with my no, no with Tate Boy Fresh. Let's go. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know. I said a lot of stuff. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe he's talking about because I said I'm, I'm always I'm always 100. Maybe that got to be what he's talking about. He's I don't good. know what that means. So <laughs> it just cap 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 me cap me Shannon. I got a sign for it. Cap means you lying, dog. You ain't telling a hundred percent truth. Oh, exactly, okay. Yeah. yeah, but but Tate was telling the truth. He was. I got his yeah. back on this one. But yeah, man. So everybody's still in the live chat, man. Go ahead and hit that like button, like Big G, like to get the algorithms up. Facts. Get the hit. <laughs> yeah, get the algorithms up. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be talking tomorrow after the show, and Shannon and Big G be stressing, pulling what hair they got out, talking about we didn't do as good as I thought we was gonna do. So. <laughs> We're going to do good tonight because everybody out there, go hit that like button. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for watching and joining with us. Yeah. And before we get out, I want to get predictions on Sunday night games from you guys. How, how do you see it going, Shannon? Oh, boy, this is a tough one because the Raiders are like the Steelers' kryptonite. <clears throat> They've always been. And the Steelers can lose to a back in the day to a 4 12 Raiders team. And they did. Huh. And yeah. even when they were a playoff team. So, and they've lost yep. it. They've lost in Pittsburgh multiple times. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that mystique went with them to Vegas. Um. You know they're trying to build that fan base up there, and so I'm going to pick it like that. That it's no longer an issue. Uh-huh. Uh I think that the Steelers' offensive line should get a break, having to mainly focus on Crosby. Uh, and the rest of the defense is not is going to be by e- easily the least they faced all year, so I think they're going to establish some run, and that's going to open up. Uh, Pickens, you know, he looked awesome Monday night. I mean, they he just Pickens got to have time to get it to him. Yeah, I mean, somebody said he's not reading the field. It's hard to read the field when you're running for your life. Yeah, and and you know, and he is every play, so. Uh, but I do think that the, the defense is going to be able to really impose their will even more. Um, so I'm going to do something crazy, and mm. I'm going to predict a score of 27-17 Steelers. Ooh. 
Okay. Okay. So I think that the Steelers, of course, I believe in thinking, no. Matter of fact, I know. I don't believe. I know. They're going to win. I called last week. I said this might be the breakout week, the week before with George Pickens. It was, but there wasn't enough. So I think that they even push it a little bit further. And Tomlin has a man-to-man talk with Mr. Canada before they go out on that field and say, look here, bro, things better change. There's going to be some changes around here. Like how Shaq and Charles, we talking about we're going to be moving some furniture around here. There's going to be some furniture getting moved around here. If you don't handle your business (laughs) this week and call some plays so we can win. So I think the Steelers win 31-17 against the Raiders out there in Vegas. And I think Pickens has two touchdowns. And Darnell Washington is going to catch a freaking touchdown pass this week. He's catching one up the scene, man. He's catching one. Darnell's getting one. (laughs) You got Kenny Pickett throwing three touchdowns just with that right there. Three of them. Three of them. I thought, you saved your, I thought you saved your big G burners for the homies and the know-it-alls. You got one on Wednesday night. Three of them, dog. Three of them. Hey, so I, I I just see the Steelers offense getting on track this week. Yeah. Maybe not where we want it to be, but starting to trend in the right direction. Yeah. I think we have 100 yards rushing. I think Kenny throws two touchdowns. Yeah. I think one to Pickens and one to Fryer move, though. That's where I'm going to go. Um, the offensive line plays better because they're playing an easier opponent. Still professionals, but yeah. an easier opponent than, yeah. than, two of, than two of the top five defensive lines in the league, right? Yeah. So I expect the offense to get on track a little bit. Um, the defense just keep keep getting better. Do, do you know, Shannon, is Minka playing or they haven't said anything yet? They haven't said anything yet. They just said that it was a pulmonary contusion. contusion. Yeah. So it ain't a puncture lung, it's kind of a bruise lung. Usually you can come back pretty fast. And it's more of a pain tolerance, and I think he'll be okay. Uh, he might wear some special protective padding. Okay, well, yeah. So I, I, I got the Steelers offense going for finally getting like 27 points, let's say three touchdowns and two field goals. That's what I said. Oh, you said that? 2717. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to you, but I was also reading comments and trying to keep up with stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I think lit that's over there. it's lit It's lit over there, Tate. It's lit. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think that's a good score, Shannon. I like 2717. Just make mine different from yours, though. I'm gonna go 2714. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, we all got the Steelers going to two and one. I think I think that's a good thing. I think if we can if we can get this game and then get the game against Houston, if we had said out the first four games, we'd be three and one. We'd all be pleased with that, even though yeah. as of yet we haven't played well. No, Facts. but we'll take Facts. it. We'll take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hey, so, gentlemen, go ahead. What is Gunnar Osevsky finally done enough to get cut? He I didn't want him to make the team this year, and he made two horrendous decisions. Plays. Uh, I mean, the one he got hit hard when he fumbled, but that's his mo. But catching that ball, think- and we could have got it at the forty. That's inexcusable for a guy whose only value is a kick returner. He's got to be gone. Yeah, I think I think he seemed like he had the concussion to me before he got hit hard. He had a concussion when he caught that ball and tried to tiptoe the sidelines on the kickoff that was going out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. Tate, let's 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 trade him for a pack of annihilators and some stickle. 
You know, I ain't standing <laughs> old with the old school stickers. Let's trade him for a pack of dollars. Hey, come on, Big G. Yeah, let's trade him for a pack of dollars. You using you using too too old school of, of of examples for some of the people in the live chat, man. People don't go back to Lester Hayes like you do, man. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. They, they now you might now you might have been a little boy then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love Lester Hayes. Yeah. Hey, baby. Hey, stick him, man. Stick him all over him. Hey, hey, a black and yellow Texas Steel said it traded for a Madden playbook off the game too. <laughs> hey, a Madden man, playbook. That's a good one. And give and it, a pack and, give of, it and, and a pack of Hubba Bubble. <laughs> and, give, and, and give it to Canada. Yeah, facts, facts. Give it to it. Like the like the guy on the Water Boy who I stole the playbook. He needs he needs the Water Boy's uh, coach playbook, hey, man. Exactly, Henry Winkler. Exactly. He needs Henry Winkler playbook, man. <laughs> he really does. But, man. Hey, so we about ready to get out of here, y'all. I feel like it's been a good show. Everybody, if you still here and you hit that like button, hit it now. Yeah. While we finish up, Shannon. What you got going on this week, bro? Well, uh, my next article will be the random Steelers observations. And uh, hopefully that'll be posted Friday. And that's just some things, again, that I've observed that, you know, a lot of people ain't talking about from the game. You know, when you play bad uh, as an offense, some people, you know, kind of made plays. They showed hustle. They, they deserve some notice. So I try to you know, give little segments, little tidbits of things to help encourage the fan base. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks. Okay. Hey, shout out, shout out to the homie Tim Lyons, Bengals fan, man. I, I didn't expect y'all to be zero and two, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all better beat the Rams this week. They better. They in trouble. They in some, tru <laughs> some trouble. Hey, sure. hey, shout out to the homie Jesse Lowe too, man. Jesse Lowe in the live chat, Big G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Big G. What you got going on this week? What, you always got stuff going on, man. I can't even keep up with you, man. Hey, man, I'll be moving and grooving and shaking and baking over here, dog. We, we gets it in on the Fans First Sports Network. But you know how we do, man. Thank you guys again for rocking with us on the Pump Your Grapes podcast this week with me, the Triple OG, and Tape Boy Fresh as we rock out on FFSN. You can check us every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. on YouTube. And then go back and rock with us on the Spotify and Apple podcast because, you know, that helps the algorithm as well. On Fridays, you can swing over and check me and Tate Boy Fresh on the Homies podcast with our boys B-Dirt and Payday. We get to them with that ASC North talk, and we're going to have a lot of scrums going on. And then afterwards, we do the after party. But don't forget about Payder and the Homies podcast that they that they do the, all the fantasy betting and fans betting and whatever else. And then we bring some of that information on the Friday night overtime with Tate Boy Fresh, myself, B-Dirt, and Payday. When we rock out and we talk all NFL and all football, and we got a lot of rhythm with people listening because they like what we talk about in that content. Don't forget to check me and Take Boy Fresh out on Sundays with Mod as we rock out on the Know It Alls podcast. You can check us live on Facebook and YouTube, and you can listen to us for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then don't forget about me and Take Boy Fresh on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, where we rock out with Relly Fresh, Sweet Tea on the Fans First Sports Network, and we can be heard and simulcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And last but not least, don't forget about Big G and Andy P <laughs> rocking out on the Level Up podcast on Fans First Sports Network, College Football Network. We will be coming to you live this week on the Fans First Sports Network. <laughs> 
or with a live YouTube show with our college preview for this week. We already got our post up on Monday. We'll preview some of the games, but it's going to be big time on Thursday. So make sure you go over there and check us out on the Level Up podcast on Fans First Sports Network. Okay. Well, thanks, man. There's a lot of stuff you got going on, Big G. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of them, but you're just running off stuff. I mean, you about busy as Shannon is with podcasting, right? You busy with just podcasting. You got to get it in, bro. Well, I love the people, man, and I love football. So so I love is, the people is, and I love football. Is Ohio State going to be Notre Dame? Facts. Timmy Lyons, get ready to get my money, dog. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> get my money, dog. Ten minutes. Get ready. Facts. All right, we're about to... We're about to let's go on our way out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. Tate, man, I tried to go a whole show, man, without bringing up the Buckeyes, and you brought it up for me, man. I was trying to go. I wasn't trying to be biased, man. It's probably one of the biggest college games of the weekend, so I just wanted to ask you. You plug plug level up, so we'll go ahead and let you give a prediction. Yeah, 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 a biased one, but a prediction. <laughs> hey, West West Virginia beat Pitt though. Sure did. Sure it did. wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, and it was it was two. It wasn't two good teams. But I'm glad West Virginia won. But uh, those programs are both fail from where they used to be, and hopefully they can build back, especially the Mountaineers. But it wasn't pretty. That, that was last Friday night, right? Saturday. Saturday was Saturday? Saturday night. Yeah. What? Yeah, Saturday, seven thirty. What? What? What's that rivalry called? The backyard, backyard brawl. brawl. Backyard brawl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, fellas, Shannon, get, take us on home, man. 